Hey guys, Tranquility Talks here. As your host, again, you have me, Chimdema. And today I'm here with Caroline, Devin, and Miguel. Thank you guys for being here. And so last week we spoke about, like, you know, character development throughout the book from, like, page 100 to... Sorry, from page 0 to 200. And now we're on page 300. And, like, we're going to be talking about how like the characters have morphed and like how they're becoming what the writer wants them to become in the story so so, um we're gonna start with Ali and like just discuss how her character has like developed and like grown throughout the book so girl what do you think um, well, I think that the character of Alinev has actually uh, an interesting way to manage the way of her experiences. So, the way she is actually, uh, the experiences has evolved her is that at first she was someone shy, someone that was abused by, by her own family. But then later, because she has the, because she had the voice and she became the figure of this uh of this religious uh, of this religious cult it's uh, like she's actually someone that has some uh, many power and that power uh, political uh, that religious power that she has is actually exp- make uh, make uh, had made uh, made him become uh, made her become more ambitious more trying to get the things more into the power and be a- being able to have more control overall and I yeah I feel like um, how she came from like where she came from like being abused by her uh, her father and all that um, and like to where she is now it's like a big jump now she's like this religious leader and she's like basically Jesus now she's like performing all these miracles and it's like very reminiscent of Jesus yeah and I think it's I think it's crazy how. Like, at the beginning of the book, she was, like, so shy. And, like, now she's standing in front of, like, crowds. And, like, she's invoking Mother Eve. And, like, she's healing people, so to speak. And I think, like, Mother Eve is getting a bit... Like, at the beginning of the book, we could tell, like, um, the voice in her head was there. But I think that, like, now Mother Eve, who is, like, who can be, like, seen as the voice in her head is getting more powerful, like, over-ambitious, and it's, like, doing things that Ali might not usually have been comfortable with to do. Yeah, I agree. I think Mother Eve has become very, um, a lot more, um, like, persuasive, kind of. Like, at first she was, like, hesitant about, like, telling Ali what to do. She'd just be like, do it, do it like do what you want stuff like that and now she's like telling her exactly what to do and and like Allie would never do these things before but now she has become a lot more confident so I think that's a huge part of it yeah and we see a lot of like that with like we see a lot of Ali with Tatiana and like we see a lot of that with like Tatiana and like how she's telling like I don't know I think they're drugging Tatiana and like making Ali while Mother Eve is telling Ali to do stuff that, like, Ali might not have usually been comfortable with. And it's like you can tell because Ali is, like, a bit hesitant 
when Mother Eve or like the voice in her head tells her to do some things and it's like she doesn't want to do it but like the voice keeps pressing and it's like even more persuasive like Caroline said so it's like she has to do those things because she's trying to trust the voice in her head and like what do you guys think about her like drugging Tatiana and making her sign those documents well I think that Tatiana is a character like besides all this thing about the drugs I think that Tatiana's character is actually really interesting how she actually shifts like a lot the way she's actually getting the the use uh, getting use of her power like she's now basically like control like trying to control everything she's trying to control all uh, all men in order to make sure to ensure like her position uh, her political power for example uh, that scene where he had these male uh, male slaves uh where he uh, where he actually where where she actually forced them to do things uh, like licking her boot and just to kick them out it's like you can actually see the craziness that uh, that uh, that that her political position has become she wants to to not only be come part of the like not just a political leader she wants to become the one that controls the lives uh, the lives uh, inside her own country yeah and I, uh, on another note i feel like obviously what they're doing to tatiana like drugging her and all that is terrible but i kind of feel like she kind of deserves it for what how she how she rose to power by you know they didn't exactly say how she rose to power but like killing her her husband and taking his position i feel like um she's kind of getting like, like a little bit of what she deserves in a way but like you know obviously it's still like a really bad thing yeah i agree because i think it's kind of like karma because she definitely killed her husband because she was talking so much crap about him to tunde like it was it was like the day before right like the day before he died yeah. so i definitely think that she's like kind of getting what she deserves because she's really just a horrible human being in, in general yeah but like she might be getting what she deserves, but you know, like them drugging her, it's like that's <laughs> like assault, and like I don't know, it's like they couldn't kill her. Yeah, they could have killed her. <laughs> they could have killed her, but they need her. That's true. Like they need her to do things for her because even when they make her, like when she's drugged, and Abby's like, oh, don't you think we should? Don't you think you should sign over those documents now so that you can put the church in place of like control over some things? It's like, and as much as they might not think she's a good person, they still need her to like carry out their motives and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And for example, I think that uh, that's actually true. Like, uh, at the end, Tatiana, uh, if it's actually using Tatiana just as a figure, like, just as someone that can be that can actually be used just because well she she is the president so if you control the president of Besapara you actually control Besapara and that's basically what she's doing so she's abusing about the experience that has uh, uh that, that uh, like Eve, uh, Eve is actually abusing uh the the experience that uh, that Tatiana has in her country the 
how she gained the confidence of all the of all the people around her uh, are, uh, from her country yeah. in order to make sure to well to be able to control the Zapata by, by her own because of these religious uh, because of uh, religious purposes and on another note I think all the power is getting to Ali's head because before she was so innocent and then now she's like drugging people trying to get what she wants and then controlling the president of Besapara to you know need, get what she needs for the church and all that and I feel like she's just like losing who she used to be as a character and who she used to be as a person and all this power that she's gaining and all the fame is just like kind of going to her head and she's getting like this big ego and she's thinking like oh I can do this now and I can do that and uh yeah I was gonna say the same um, yeah, I completely agree. And, like, speaking of ego, I think we should talk about, like, Tunde because, um, like, at the beginning of the book, he felt very safe when he'd go to another country and, like, you know, with the woman and, like, because he wanted to tell their story, like, he'd be able to move around freely. But, like, now in Besapara, he's not able to do that because he needs a guardian before he can even like buy stuff and like they have to sign a release form so it's like now he's not as sheltered as he was anymore and like we see that even when he tries to buy bread because he's hungry and like he can't even just buy bread because he doesn't have a guardian and like even though it's a man that's like selling the bread to him the man is like so afraid that something bad could happen to him if like they find out so that's why like he doesn't say so like I think that just shows how powerful the women are getting and how powerful, like, or how scared people are becoming of, like, everyone. Well, all the females, you know? Yeah, and I think that, to complement that, I think that Tunde, for example, is the character that uh, he's uh, he's just there because he wanted to be... He, he At first, he was, like... If I'm going, if I'm going to be here in in Betsapara, it's because I want to learn what is this, what is this country doing, uh, how is this power enhancing. But right now, uh, he doesn't even have any liberty. Like yeah. he, like he even get, uh, he even get uh, chased by the pol- uh, by the police because he actually because he didn't have enough permissions to get to get out around uh, to get out and he gets chased and i think that he actually like he that the experience of uh, the he like him experiencing not uh, feel, uh, feeling trapped not being able to do his, his job is like i'm losing all my independence and i think that is actually like the key uh, factor of of Tunde as a character they just don't want to show that he is now uh, he he had a lot of information about the topic, but yeah. that he's also someone that had to uh, that is willing to lo- uh, to to lose some liberties in order to to be able to get this topic around. Yeah. I agree because, um, like his last chapter, his last chapter, um, Peter gives him a note that says they're going to try to kill us. Because Tunde wants to leave, like, Bethpara, and so does Peter. But Peter's really scared. He's, like, Peter's, like, the, um, the butler or whatever that 
Miguel was talking about before that um, Tatiana made lick up her wine in broken glass. And yeah, I just think that Tunde's really scared right now. And then it says something about he wakes up in the woods. Yeah, in a cage that he can't, like, put his legs out or anything. And he's, like, really scared. It's a woodland camp. And, um, yeah, I just think that that's crazy. I think another character who, like, who was also really scared in the book or, like, who also went through or is going through some stuff, like, as, like, that are similar to like Toon Days is Ricky. Yeah. Because like I think when he was like I think it's it would be called sexual assault. I think like when he was sexually assaulted and it's like the sad part is that he can't even tell his dad because um because so to like in his dad's mind this is not what happens to men. Like and it's like it's what happened to him and it's like he can't even because he's ashamed of what his dad might think of him so i think that i just think that that's very very sad because like he can't even like share his experience with his family members or like with his dad so yeah there's a little like passage on page 278 and it i'm just gonna read it it says rock Art discovered in northern France around 4,000 years old depicts the curbing, oh my gosh, curbing procedure, also known as male genitalia mutilation, in which key nerve endings in the penis are burned out as as the boy approaches puberty. After the procedure, which is still practiced in several European countries, it is impossible for a man to achieve an erection without skine, Stimulation by a woman. Oh my goodness. Many men who have been subjected to curbing will never be able to ejaculate without pain. That is like the worst. And I'm pretty. That's what happened to Ricky, right? Yeah. 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 That's exactly what happened to Ricky. Stimulate his ejaculation and then he was like, yeah. No, no, no. And like, they still did it anyways. Yeah. That is. That's a big part of consent and like. Mm -hmm listening to people and the, what we were talking about yesterday. Anyone else want to go off? Yeah, I think that, for example, that's actually, like, the way it, they portrayed it is, like, uh, like it, it's weird because it's, like, the, like, all of this shouldn't be, like, this is against the concept of, of, of consent. Like, yeah. it's forcing someone to not being able to do it, to have this liberty in, in their consent. So it's actually, this experience can actually is going to be traumatizing for him, not only in that moment, but also it's going to affect him all, uh, all, all, his, all his life. Because after all, probably he's not going to be able to have uh, these interactions in the future if he wants to. And for example, like, uh, like the only way he can, uh, he, can, uh, he can be able to get that uh, close, something close to that, like he actually needs... Uh, he actually will be needing uh, for to get cons- like consent from a woman in order to get to be able to do uh, to to do that uh, to do all of that. 
Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I think that there were a lot of like other, um, there were a lot of like, oh my, there were a lot of like other characters in the book that I have developed and like we haven't been able to explore. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast. And we'll come back again next week with another episode. Tranquility Talks out.